and welcome to the mouthpiece a wrestling podcast once again with your boy Derry lips and as always my man geo hey ma'am oh, <laughs> it, it was it's been a rough week <laughs> uh, oh. it's been tough he hasn't even messaged like to swear at me so he most he just hit that <laughs> denial and depression <laughs> uh, oh. we'll get to that Poor, poor Gio. Did land on a bad one. And this was his own doing. Uh, right. Road <laughs> to Crown Jewel, which is on Thursday, which is, yeah, two days away. Um, excited. Um, what are you thinking of it? A lot of people obviously don't want to watch it because of where it is and stuff. So are you looking forward to it? They're officially doing that Hell in a Cell match there. Yeah. Hell in a Cell in Saudi Arabia. I mean, the card... Is one of the best cards I've seen for a long time. Like the card is pretty darn good. Um, it's a very solid card. Uh, I can't wait. I'm quite excited from the wrestling. I do get why people hate the Saudi Arabia thing. It is money, but they're a business in the end of the day. Like that's what I think people forget. You know. Like I've said, WWE is doing some good over there, though, because. You, you think about it this way. We're, we're getting now. We went from just being like no women there to, okay, we'll have a covered up announcer to we'll have covered up women wrestlers to you're going to get two women matches in a row. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's the, the SmackDown Women Championship triple threat and the Queen of the Ring, which I'm telling you, I still, I'm still sticking with my pick. So I have a feeling. I mean, she shouldn't. drop. But we'll uh, we'll get to that. Um, right, we'll go through the card. Let's do the card first because obviously we mentioned it, um, and then we can touch on what they did to build it up because um, some of the matches come from Raw last night. So the singles match first of all, Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. Um, I'm all for it. Like the match he had on Raw against Cedric probably was a main event of main event. Um, I think Cedric made Mansoor look good. I think Mustafa Ali will make him look good. And I think Mansoor will, will win. Like, and I think Mansoor will have a good career at some point. I mean, they've, I know they've used him mainly to help the Saudi stuff, but he is actually a half-decent wrestler, you know. He isn't terrible. Um, but yeah, I think Mansoor's going to win that just because it's Mansoor in it, like, you know. But no one wins in the hometown. But he's won a few times, and he? he won the Battle Royal, some other match stuff. So, yeah. Um, Queen of the Ring tournament final. Now, this is the one. Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop. What are you thinking? I'm sticking with Dewdrop on this. I really think they're going for a push here. I mean, yeah. I, I beated Baszler. I was surprised. Uh, very surprised. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting her to lose to Baszler. It shocked me. Um, obviously, Zelina Vega was already through. Um, but yeah, I just, I was not thinking. But one thing I've noticed, have you noticed how short the women's matches have been? Like, I don't think one's gone over three minutes yet. Like, I don't understand it. Like, this one was only two and a half. But yeah, it's Zelina Vega... Versus Dewdrop. I said Zelina was winning it from the start. So I can't really change now. And she's raided the final. I think she'll find a sneaky way to win. 
Geo's going to do drop, but yeah, I think I think they put it on Zelina. Just a Where feeling. That was with Baszler, but I thought Baszler. Yeah, I thought Baszler with everything she's doing. I mean, does she need it? Probably not. But yeah, I just I thought that they were going to go with that, but clearly not. Uh, but I'm sticking with Zelina. I'm sticking with Zelina. The King of the Ring men's final: Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. GGI, yeah. There's no way that it's not Xavier Woods. You think so? I mean, unless they're going print, you know, they're going to go print Finn Bauer way on him. That's the thing. Finn doesn't need it. But having Xavier Woods with it would be huge. But can you imagine Xavier Woods beating Finn Bauer? Well, it's the New Day stuff, isn't it? You know, Kofi's title run, Big E champ. Is it time for Xavier to have a little something? I don't know. I don't know. If it was anyone but Finn Balor, I would agree with you. It's just it's Finn Balor. Isn't it? Yeah, fair enough. Sorry. I, I'm going to share to the podcast. My, my kitten has just climbed into the empty McDonald's bag and is now running around <laughs> the house. It's like I've got a McDonald's bag on the loose. So, yeah, great. If you hear the noise, I apologize. Um, but, yeah. It, it just looks the weirdest thing. Um, I don't know. Anyone but Finn Balor. Oh, I want Xavier. Can you imagine? Like, Xavier's got such support and he's so loved. He's been wanting this for years. Yeah, the King of the Ring is right up his street. If that was the thing that he was going to be known for, fine, let's go, Xavier. Let's do it. And good luck. I will be cheering a little bit like a fanboy for Xavier Woods. And I love Finn Balor. You know, but yeah, I think I'll be fanboying Xavier Woods. But it's been great. It's a great story for them, I, I have to say. Like, they, they do this stuff well, you know. Um, yeah. I'm guessing Balor's like, played in the heel, so. I like the way they're treating this crown, though, also. Like, mm. it wasn't, oh, we're doing another one either. Like, Shinsuke Nakamura literally came out and gave up the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they um they're taking it very serious. Um Yeah, I'm excited. I am excited. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It should be a good match because Xavier looking is looking sharp at the minute. He's looking on form, you know? Like he's a really good wrestler. When you think back like Consequences Creed, ooh, man, he was he was amazing. Way back. Uh Raw Tag Team Championships are on the line. RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. Um, I, I don't see RK Bro giving it up. I don't see Styles and Omos taking it back. So I see that as just a banger of a match. Four guys on form doing their thing, but I don't see any title change myself. You think RK Bro keep it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously uh, two stipulation matches, the no holds barred. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Ugh. Just make it stop, Bobby. That's that's all I want Bobby to do. Make I, it I'm stop. Goldberg's in a, a position that he's fine with right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll put Bobby over. I think Bobby will hurt him. Um, if Bobby can drag out a few minutes out of him. Sure. And he keeps the Saudi people happy. Like, it's not wasted on in a title match on RTV... It's in Saudi Arabia, you know? And I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he's got the contract he's got. 
It's well, I mean, it's matches. all but in fucking lockers. We're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they have to give them some old guy that they've heard of because they couldn't get Macho Man or Yokozuna. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite things I ever read when they yeah. were just requesting dead people. Yeah. I thought it was great. They wanted Ultimate Warrior, Eddie Guerrero, Macho Man. I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> Get Andre the Giant. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can have Goldberg and you'll like it. Um, <laughs> other stipulation, Helen to sell Edge versus Seth Rollins. I'm surprised that they've done it here. But they have dropped the Helen to sell pay-per-view, haven't they? Like, there isn't a pay-per-view in December. There is day one on January 1st. Is the pay-per-view yeah. after November, which I'm all they, for. They dropped TLC for a, a mm. New Year's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm all right with that. Like, I don't mind maybe sometimes bigger gaps between pay-per-views. You know, like early January from end of November, like have a six-week gap, but build up some hype. But what a match to have on a Saudi show. Like, the third, I'm guessing, and final, Hell in a Cell. I mean... That should steal the show. I mean, if it doesn't steal the show, I would be very upset. Um, but it will be a hell of a banger. Absolute banger. Um, right. The, the women's SmackDown Women's Championship triple threat match. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. Don't see Becky losing the title right away. But no, that is a huge women's main event. And to be in Saudi Arabia, as you say, for that to be in Saudi Arabia... At the level match that is, I mean, I don't, I couldn't tell you a bigger match that we've had over here. Like, you know, um, I guess you look, I look at it as, yeah, the Saudi Arabia stuff's like very, very fucking shady. They've done some horrible shit. Mm. But look at the impact WWE has had over there. Yeah. They went the first one where they were literally threatening them because they showed a promo of women by mistake to the second one where they were they had Renee Young covered in a burqa doing it to yeah. the third one covered in clothing wrestling one match to now you're getting two matches and one of them being a king of the ring final or a queen of the ring final and one of them being a women's title match. And the women's title match, that's three of the very best. You know, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks are top of the tree, you know? This isn't Lacey Evans versus Natalia fully clothed. I mean, that, that triple threat match would main event at WrestleMania quite easily, you know? So, yeah, you're quite right. Like, it's come a long way. But I think Becky retains. I don't see. It'll be a great match. And I, I just, yeah, they've only just put it on Becky. I, I don't see her losing it. Um... Universal Championship, Roman Reigns taking on Brock Lesnar. I've loved all of this build. I have loved every single part of it. Now, I'm pretty sure that Reigns will retain in some kind of fashion. And then we won't see Brock probably until the Rumble. My hunch. Okay. Kudos to Paul Heyman because I don't know if you saw his tweet. He literally just wrote, spoiler, I'll be... I'll be in the corner of the person uh, of the 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 you the universal champion. He yeah. didn't specifically say who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna tease it. It's funny. I actually watched when he turned on Brock with Big Show back in the day. Um, like I, I said, I, 
I'm hoping at least Brock Lesnar's like, hey, part of that contract that you signed there, you have to do my introduction. So he has to introduce something. <laughs> yeah, he has to do something. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns scrapes out, but it'll it'll get it'll be a banger. Like I think it will. I think where Univers where Roman Reigns is right now, it'll be a very different match taking on a face Brock Lesnar, a free agent Brock Lesnar. <laughs> um, and then the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Um, again, I think this is just to solidify Big E as main event. He'll pin him clean. No funny business. And uh, we'll move on. And Drew will go to SmackDown. Deal with Roman Reigns, I think, over winter. That's what I think it will happen. I honestly do. Um, and I think Roman Reigns and Drew will be fine on SmackDown for a little bit. Well, you know I mean, what? Like, what, do, who do you see, though, ever taking it off Roman, if anyone? Right. That's what I was getting to. I was going to say, what do you think they're going to do for Mania now? Because apparently they want to push the Rock off the Roman Rock match off until the Hollywood Mania next year. Yeah. And apparently it's easier to arrange. Uh, And I heard everybody saying, well, I guess that means Roman's keeping it. Not really. All he's got to do is win it back within that time frame, if that's what they're doing. They don't technically need a title for that. Hear this. I wouldn't hate Roman keeping it all that time, though. (laughs) No lie. I would be different. It would get that stain of punk having that so long away from them, which I'm guessing is what they want to do. Um, Honestly, I wouldn't mind them doing it the, the Rock scene away and having, you know, the Rock come out the night after Mania and being like, well, next year it's me versus you. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the case, they could, they could try anyone. Not going to lie. They could, they could try <laughs> anyone. They could save Drew. And go back to have Roman, because Roman's been doing a lot of stuff with the Mysterios, hasn't he, on tour. They could have the Mysterios go back on there. Um, I, wait, are they on Raw now? They're on Raw yeah. now, aren't they? Yeah. I don't um, know, then. There's I, not many. Maybe Finn? I watched most of that storyline this week, because I was going through a bunch of old Monday Night Raws and stuff. They told The Rock, I don't care what people hated it or not, they told The Rock John Cena story perfect. They literally made it that he he lost to you know he he challenged he challenged the Rock after getting screwed over at Mania with the Miz to losing to him to having the title losing it to Punk and having the worst year of his life and needing to redeem himself. Mm. They did, yeah. That for me the build up over the two Cena Rock was done perfectly. You know, it was done perfectly. It was. Like, everything was going wrong the whole 2012 form. Yeah. He, he, he lost, you know, AJ Lee turned on him. He lost his money. He lost his money in the bank to a shitty DQ finish. That was a bad yeah. year for Cena, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, pump a title from him. Like, it was just one thing after another after losing to The Rock. That he, it, you know, it made it sold it better that like he yeah. he needed for redemption. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they could save Drew for Mania. They could. Um, Brock could be back. I mean, Brock's gonna be back at the Rumble, and I'm guessing Mania. So it could be Brock again. 
And then Look, The Rock come out and, yeah, say, keep it. Don't go anywhere. I'll see you next year. I wouldn't mind them doing Drew. My only setback on them doing Drew is that he needs to win the Elimination Chamber or something. It's too early for him to win two Royal Rumbles within that span. I always hated when people won the Royal Rumble that didn't necessarily need a Rumble win. Yeah. It, it bothered me with Hogan. It bothered me with Austin. Like, three Royal Rumble wins, Austin. Come on. Okay. Well, very early men's Royal Rumble betting odds. The top four. Okay. Brock Lesnar is top. Matt Riddle is second. Gable Stevenson is third. And Karrion Cross is fourth. That currently is the top four betting. In fifth is Keith Lee. And then the odds get a bit silly. Uh, uh, AJ's in there. Seth's second in there. Okay, on a different site here. Oh, here we go. Lesnar is very clear at the minute. Favorite to win the Rumble. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, The Rock, Cesaro, Bobby Lashley, Damian Priest, and Matt Riddle are the best odds. But Gable Stevenson's in there. And Karrion Cross. Finn Balor is way... Uh, Drew McIntyre is way dabbing. I mean, I did hear they want to do something crazy for Gable Stevenson's debut. What, have him win the Rumble? <laughs> Can you imagine? Be insane, Can you imagine? Having God. like a crazy yeah. match. Yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. Uh Obviously, there's quite a lot of people. Um, I was guessing, I thought that we might see Austin Theory, Jeff Hardy again on Crown Jewel. I really enjoyed, little touch on Raw here, I'm enjoying how they're booking Austin Theory. I think, and he looks, he looks like a bit of a star at the minute. Um, yeah, he's, looks, he's looking like a star. Every match I'm seeing him in, it looks like Austin Theory has gone away to NXT, come back and gone, okay, this is my chance. And I think he looks great. Um, the stuff with Hardy makes perfect sense. Giving him a win over someone like Hardy makes you take notice of Austin Theory. Um, and the matches have been totally watchable. Like I, I've enjoyed this feud. Um, so, yeah, take that. I did like the twist of fate and then Hardy taking his selfie because he's a bit of a sore loser. I'm guessing this is going to help Hardy turn into maybe Willow or something like that. But I just, yeah, I want to say right now, I'm love, I'm Team Austin Theory all the way. <laughs> so there you go. Um, the rest of Raw, I mean, Raw was all right. Um, yeah, Raw was all right. I, I, though, you know, we've been on here. We've defended Charlotte a lot. I feel like they're in a bit of a crossroad. Charlotte does not need that Royal Women's Championship. She has to lose that Royal Women's Championship, I think, and she has to lose it soon. Um, I don't think it's helping her. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, Sasha Banks and her has been locally advertised for that holiday tour event. Um, what was the date of that? December 30. They put uh, Drew, Kofi, and um, Xavier versus Roman and the Usos and Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair. I wouldn't mind if, you know, maybe Selena Vega or Dewdrop after winning this 
Queen of the Ring, they win the Rumble and they go on to to mm-hmm. fight her. Mm-hmm. It would actually make this Queen of the Ring something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Dewdrop versus Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. Right. On to a bit of news before we get into your review. <laughs> Friday night, AEW Rampage, SmackDown, head to head, 30 minutes, blah, blah, blah. So in the demo, um, they won 328, 18 to 49 demo for the 30 minutes. 328,000 to AEW, 285,000 uh, to wwe overall smackdown one on a different channel than they are normally to be fair they're on fs1 which i, I think lost them a lot of viewers yeah um but still even on a different channel they whooped yeah because that i mean they're talking millions of people don't have access to fs1 is what i was reading is that how that works is that true yeah so they still got to almost 800,000. But do you see it more as a win because they had the 30 minutes demo? Or do you see it as not too much of a change? Do you think WWE will be worried by what the numbers come back with? No. Or do you think that neither side should really care? I think neither side should care. No, I don't get this obsession with numbers. I don't get this Brian Alvarez rankings obsession bullshit yeah i just who cares how i look at it like they won that half an hour demo slot right um but isn't that just like if you were playing basketball um you outscore your team in the first quarter but you still lose isn't that the same thing yeah and that's how i look at it like you didn't win overall um You didn't win overall. Does does it matter? I don't, I don't know. I, for me, though, this is starting to scream. Tony Khan is very much sounding like um, uh, Eric Bischoff, yeah. And I don't like it because this is what I was nervous about at the beginning. You know? Um, don't be WCW or... Don't be TNA. And all week, Tony Khan has sounded like that. You know? Like, uh, I, I don't, we don't need people to beat anyone. We want good wrestling. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, we just want good wrestling. Thing is, is like looking at the numbers, maybe part of me feels, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know how, what to make of it. Part of me feels like a lot of people turned to AEW because to make sure they beat WWE because the numbers dropped hard. 10 o'clock, it was like 663,000. And then it dropped to like 540, 550, 558 for AEW. I feel part of it was like, make sure we watch, you know, just a fucking... But I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't see the point of it. I think they should just enjoy the fact that we've got two very, very good... Um, wrestling shows that you can watch like i have to say i think bobby fish on aew has been amazing for me 
one of my favorite signings that they've made. I feel that he fits perfectly into that. Um, I also had a conversation with someone saying that I think Alistair Black and Andrade will leave. I think they will flop. I don't think they're going to have the success in AEW as some others might. Um, Andrade especially. I, I, I thought it was a silly move for him to do to start with. Um, but yeah, don't know. It's, it's, it's a strange one. I mean, I'm sure in the demo, WWE are going to be concerned. But Look, we'll see. They even went out of their way and tried to have a title change and everything, and they still lost. Yeah. I, but I will say that Daniel Bryan Suzuki match was was banging. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna lie, that was banging. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting um, how it is moving forward. So. Whatever. Right. Let's get on to your reviews. Because it's been a very slow news week. Like, there's literally nothing happened. Alexa Bliss, the clip during Raw. Um, I'm guessing she's back soon. Um, I've already spoke about inspiration. I'm just waiting for Bound for Glory. That's, that's all I want. I want to see the inspiration. I would like to blame the person whose voice you just heard and say, <laughs> fuck you, Russo. Because this is god awful. This is really this is awful. this is what that clip that you just heard um, is all about. He is right when you're watching the trash that you've watched this week, and even when it rolled, like I, my heart sunk for you. Normally, I like tormenting you, but I could feel the pain for you. Right, remind us what one did you watch? Mayhem 2000. Go ahead, bring up the card. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, WCW man. 2000. Like even the beginning where like Scott Steiner's in a straight jacket. <laughs> just like oh god. Oh Medija <laughs> is on the front. I just oh god. <laughs> Main event alone is so convoluted. <laughs> right, before we get there. Started the show. Did you watch the pre-show? Did you see Mike Sanders beating Kiwi? <laughs> I wasn't a pre-show. That was on the actual show. Oh, really? Oh, God. Okay, so the WCW Cruiserweight Championship was Mike Sanders versus Kiwi with Paisley. Um, basically, <laughs> uh, she, she was Charmel, Booker T's wife, wasn't it? But... I did forget that Paisley is Charmel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Kiwi, man. Ah, uh, Kiwi. But yes. How was that for a cruiserweight? Who do you think of the cruises that WCW had? And then we're watching Mike Sanders' Kiwi, you know? If you look at, like, a night, let's say a 1996 pay-per-view where you got, like, Ultimo Dragon and Rey Mysterio yeah. and Malenko and Chris Benoit, and then you got Kiwi and Mike Sanders. Yeah. Oh, and Yeah, it's terrible. Like, how they lost control. And this card kind of shows it. Um, right, quickly moving on. Triple threat tag team match in three count. Shane Helms and Shannon Moore. Love three count, not going to lie, though. Um, against Evan uh, Karyagis and Jamie Noble against the Jung Dragons uh, with Leah Meow. <laughs> Leah Meow. Wasn't she at ECW? She was in ECW for a bit. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind having to review that show. Um, yeah. yeah, she was there. 
She uh, infamously did a strip tease. Of course she did. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the thing, it was uh, the ropes broke, and they had a, they were, like, buying time to, like, fix the ropes. And, like, Paul Heyman was like, hey, get out there and, and, and entertain the crowd. And, like, she was, like, pulling, she was, like, doing a whole strip show. And like some, I think I think it was Mick Foley who said like, there's little bolt, like there's little holes behind her, where like the decor, like they're like supposed to look like bullet holes, but like you can see like part of the ECW roster's eyeballs using them for like peepholes staring at her doing a strip show. (laughs) (laughs) But it was all about three count though, like the best boy band in the world, like. <laughs> Shannon um, Moore. Yeah, Shannon yeah. Moore. Because originally it was the three of them, weren't it? It was Helms Moore and Kerry Argus, but he joined up with Noble after that no. Tank Abbott story, wasn't it? Was that how it Moore. went? It was Helms Moore and Courageous. Ah. Uh, oh, really? Okay, yeah. And then they kicked him out, and that's when he teamed with Noble. Yeah, well, yeah, they they Shane went off and did his own thing and then noble was part of the young dragons and then he left them and that's where we are at on this was it a good match though i mean that is six talented guys to be fair yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it all jokes aside from a wrestling point of view i mean the story's all pretty shit but they they are three very talented six very talented wrestlers that were in that ring um we were but it was good um, I don't even want to know. Okay, so I'm just going to read. Go <laughs> so, <Go> on. <laughs> so, Man Cow with in his corner Al Roker Jr., The Freak, Jim Jesus, and Turd, <laughs> and the <Okay>. bartender. <laughs> Do you know who Man Cow is? Um, I think so was he a radio guy but we never had him over here he was a disc jockey that was very much howard stern as like he those guys that came out with him were pretty much his whack pack he's jim jesus and the turd the the turd jim jesus the the, The bartender Radio personalities because at the time Jimmy Hart was doing this storyline where he was like fighting different radio disc jockeys and every town he went to. Oh my god, don't know why. This sounds horrible. Like, it sounds horrible. There's nothing redeeming about any of this. Oh, yeah, sounds. Sounds I horrible. mean, it's better than Halloween Havoc. I'll give you that. Because if I get Halloween Havoc, I'm quitting the show. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit through Halloween Havoc and be happy about it. Could be. We'd have to see. Um, right. Then we actually had some wrestling. Hardcore match. Crowbar versus Big Vito versus Reno. I bet that was just violent, to be fair. That's three guys, you know. I like Big Vito, though. 
after watching this, Crowbar was on AEW this week. Oh, really? He fought Joey Janela. Wow. Oh, yeah, there uh, you go. It's been added to his uh, Wikipedia. Match featured a cameo appearance by the Blue Meanie. Yeah. Goodness me. Love to see it. it. All right. See, people think, like, I hate AEW. They've been having different deemed weeks for that, for that, like, their new show. Doc. Doc or Rampage. What's the new show's name again? Is it Rampage or is it Dark Evolution? What's the new one called? I can't remember. He was on Dark, though, wasn't he? Like, I haven't watched Dark. Uh, Dark Elevation. Okay, so what they're doing with Dark Elevation is every town they're in, they're doing some sort of, like, theme to it. Like, they did Pittsburgh. They brought in all the Pittsburgh ex-Chikara guys. They did... They did like a bunch of random hardcore ex wrestlers. Like it's weird, but at the same time, it's like wow, this is kind of cool. They're giving these guys that I haven't seen in years a random match. Nice. See, that's alright, and that's on the YouTube channel. You can watch that, can't you? The dark, yeah, elevation one. I just I, what I want is AEW need to get a better UK deal desperately. Desperately need a better UK deal. I'm just do it. Anyway, back to the card. Handicap match. The filthy animals, Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio with Tigress de- taking on Chronic <laughs> and Alex Wright. Oh no, Alex Wright. Oh, uh, yes. Wow. Dancing Fools. Oh God. Alex Wright was terrible. As a British guy, I can say that. Just terrible. I hated him. Well, he's German, but for like he at tried- the time, it was like anyone that wasn't American was basically European, you know? Well, the thing is, is he's Alex. He, he went under his Alex Wright name, but he still looked like Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was his own idea, wasn't it? Like Berlin oh. was his, his idea or something. Um, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Berlin was just, they tried to make him German Goldberg. And Chronic were terrible. Like, I just, I, uh, Chronic, I just, I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Uh, Chronic was like the wish door version of the APA. That's literally their gimmick. <laughs> the wish version of the APA. Breaking necks and cashing checks. Yes! <laughs> yes, I remember. It was the same as the APA, where it was like, Hey, you can pay us for protection. Just WCW's version, which was never going to work. Um, singles match, Ernest the Cat Miller with Miss Jones in his corner. Uh, take it on Shane Douglas with Tory Wilson in his. God, it's just filler, isn't it? I mean, th- this poor girl, this Miss Jones, doesn't even have um, a Wikipedia page. She's just put in the section... N- Nitro Girls. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and one of them's called Naughty A. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That says everything you need to know about that match. But Ernest Miller with the win. God, he must have been old in this one. But anyway. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow. Take it on. Sergeant A Wall. Oh, there you go. 
That's a name I haven't heard for a while. Misfits in Action. That was the one, weren't it? Sergeant. There was a big military group. There was loads of them in there. Major Guns. Yep. She was in no, it. No. Major Stash. <laughs> what was the other one? The lieutenant guy. What was his name? It was Chavo. <laughs> what was his name? Lieutenant Loco. Loco. <laughs> oh, you know what? As horrible as it was back then, I kind of missed like 2000s WCW because it was fucking awful. And that you was, it had Hugh Morris, weren't it? As general huge reaction, erection or something. <laughs> yes, huge erection. Get it? <laughs> Misfits in action. Get it, uh, you absolutely amazing um yeah sergeant awol but yeah bam bam with the win there like because that misfit selection was never gonna work uh wc now i could here he was he was actually in uh wcw united states heavyweight championship gen g rection oh that's what they had it as gen g gen g rection defeating lance storm with major guns major guns is that when she turned on him yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. She threw in the towel on behalf of Rection. No, that was in the November. Okay, so it was just a mess. Look, they don't even know. They can't even keep up on Wikipedia, the mess that WCW was. Nobody wanted to watch it. <laughs> no, I watched it. I, but you know what? It's weird because like, during 98, 99, I was like all in. And I was a fan. <laughs> and then I tuned in in 2000s. And I remember sitting there thinking like, what is happening? There was like 3,000 people at this pay-per-view. Let's hang on. Where's the number? Let's have a look. There you go. 3,800 people at a pay-per-view that had these, these, these stars on. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is one of the last four pay-per-views they did. Their give a fuck was broken. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And you just see like the, the final four matches. Jeff Jarrett versus Buff Bagwell. Yawn. It's going to be a yawn. You know what you're going to get. Got the insiders, DDP, Kevin Nash against the perfect event, Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak. Loved Chuck Palumbo, actually. Uh, not going to lie. I was a big Chuck Palumbo fan. Him and Sean O'Hare. Yes. Sign me up all day long. And obviously meet Sean Stasiak. I'll only ever know him as meet. Tag Team Championship meet. stayed with DDP and Kevin Nash. And then Goldberg versus Lex Luger. Had Goldberg lost. Would have been forced to leave WCW, but they really, yeah, don't know. It was, it was a horrible thing to watch. Like, even with Goldberg being as he was, you know, it was, it was bad. It was, it was so bad. All of it. Goldberg, yeah, because he did, didn't he feud with him after? Yes, Goldberg was just about out. His give a fuck was broken. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because, like, it, he did know. like one or, or one or two more pay per views and then he was gone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he, and wasn't it that didn't he get paid two and a half million a year for the last year? He like sat out till July 2003 and it was like two and a half million dollars. Like, no wonder they didn't go to WWE, you know? This is why most of them didn't. They were literally given the option to either go to WWE. Or sit at home and collect almost two million bucks while you waited for your contract to expire. I don't know anyone that wouldn't stay at home. 
I would just collect the two million bucks, rest my body up, make a plan for next year. Like, I seriously that, would. I don't blame any of them. Paul, Nash, Hogan, they were all like, yeah, no, we're going to just wait out these contracts because they weren't WCW contracts. They were Turner contracts. Yeah, AOL, Time Warner, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And WWE Which just picked up, bought out the small ones. That's what did them in. And like, I've read the book on it. It's not, it wasn't the fact that it, it was the fact that the merger happened. And once the merger happened, Ted Turner didn't have a say. Mm. And Ted Turner didn't have a say. They literally were like, yeah, wrestling's not doing good on our station. Let's get it off of here. And then Bischoff was like, well, then why am I going to try to buy this company? I don't get TV time. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I'm just reading here. Though, 2002, he agreed a contract buyout. Um, yeah. The highest paid athlete, uh, two and a half million a year, some which would have risen to three and a half million in the final year of his contract. So he could have sat till July 2003. Yeah. You know, but he took a buyout in May 2002 and did some stuff in all Japan. And then uh, that's when he went to WWE, um, which is where he's now. Um, I think I'm hoping that he's nearly done now. Like, you know, but yeah, that was Lex Luger. And then the main event, I know you've been waiting to go on to the main event. The straight jacket caged heat match. <laughs> okay. Caged heat is just telling a cell. So it's literally a hell in a cell <laughs> with a jacket hanging in the middle. Yeah. And yeah, isn't there like, hang on. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking of a different one because didn't they try? They basically used the same cell for like loads of different things, didn't they? They just expanded it <laughs> with different like, ones. <laughs> it really was just a hell in a cell. With Wait, a straight jackets. And the whole end game of it was to get the climb on a a ladder inside a hell in a cell, get the straight jacket, put the straight jacket on your on your opponent, and just beat him down until you can pin him or submit him. Either or. You, yeah, and uh, Scott Steiner was not champ, was he? Medusa was in his ring. Um, Booker T, I think, was the champ when he at the time, and uh, yeah, and Scott Steiner. Your the new WCW World Heavyweight Champion. God, that was bad, man. The whole gimmick on this was Scott Steiner is insane. Give him a straight jacket. Oh, it's just. And then I look hard, like you skip on, then, you know, they do the same triple threat tag team match. And you've got Terry Funk versus Crowbar. You've got Goldberg, Lex Luger again. The Insiders versus Perfect Event again. You know, like, a, it's just the same guys. Well, I'm a glutton for punishment, so I'm going to stick with WCW on this. Mate, does this not taught you anything? <laughs> you know, man, this, is a, this is a terrible, know, terrible car. I'm hoping for a good 1980s. Yes. We add, don't forget, we add NWA, so it goes back to sort of 83 to 88, uh, 83 to yeah. 90 as well. So just in case. I don't know how you're going to find some of that old NWA, but I'm sure you'll find a way. Right. I, 
I have all that stuff. I am like the wrestling collector. Well, let's see. Right, let's go. It is underway. Let's get spinning. Say stop when you're ready. What? It's been for a bit. Yeah, please. Just don't look at the top. Stop. 1991. Oh, okay. So you've got Wrestle War, Super Brawl 1, The Great American Bash, Halloween Havoc, or Starcade. Oh, that was the, the Battle Boil Battle Royale. I was only 10. I think I was 11. The worst you can hit me with on this is Great American Bash because that was what? right. You don't want to Flair see Rick Steiner versus Arn Anderson? Come on, bro. <laughs> it was right when Flair left, so they were like trying to find a new main event guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, this right. is when he left and took the title with him. Oh, jeez. Okay, get spinning on the five. Let's go. Stop. Starcade. Oh, the lethal lottery? Yeah, Starcade 1991. Battle Ball, the lethal lottery. Okay. Okay. So I don't know if you've ever watched what the lethal lottery is. It is one of my all-time favorite gimmicks they used to do. So they basically what they would do is they would tell like certain wrestlers that they were going over because they were obviously going to be in the main event. And what they would do is they would they would sit the faces in one locker room, the heels in another locker room, and they would rent. They'd have random draws, and. The random draws would determine who your partner, like, who was going to partner up with who, and then the winning team would advance to a battle royal. Oh, yeah, it's madness. It's like the Lethal Lottery tag team match. Or, like, they would be like, you know, Sting, you're winning your match, but they, Sting didn't know what match he would be in. Wow. Look at the and, names on some of here. Like, God damn. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, read off this card. Yeah, so, so it starts. So they're all lethal lottery tag team matches leading to the battle royale at the end. So the first one is Marcus Bagwell and Jimmy Garvin against Michael Hayes and obviously Tra uh, Tracy Smothers. Uh, Steve Austin and Rick Rude take it on Van Hammer and Big Josh. That's Matt Bourne, isn't it? That's yep, Big Matt Josh, yeah. Yeah, the original Dyke. Uh, Dustin Rhodes and Richard Morton take it on Larry Zbysko and El Gigante. Uh, Bill Kazmaier. Damn, the world's strongest man. Uh, and Jushin Thunder Liger. Look at that tag team. Taking on DDP yes. and Mike Graham. Love that. Lex Luger Mike. and Arn Anderson. Taking on <laughs> Terrence Taylor. And the Z-Man. <laughs> yeah. Thomas uh Ricky Steamboat, Todd Champion. Taking on Cactus Jack and Buddy Lee Parker. God. Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Uh, Sting and Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> uh, taking on Brian Pillman and Bobby Eaton. That, that would have been a good tag team, to be fair. Uh, Big Van Vader and Mr. Hughes. I uh, love Curtis Hughes, man. Um, taking on Rick Steiner and the Night Stalker. Basically, one part of it. Uh, Scott Steiner and Firebreaker Chip. Taking on Arachnaman. <laughs> oh, my God. And Johnny, B <laughs> and Johnny B. Bad. The story with Night Stalker, I don't, do you know who Night Stalker was? Yeah, Brian Clark, wasn't it? Well, Adam Bomb, the guy from so Chronic. He, 
wasn't re- he wasn't supposed to be on the card. He was a replacement. Oh, really? And he replaced the Diamond Stud, who's some guy named Scott Hall. Wow. Who because had a was he drunk? <laughs> no, he had a broken arm. Oh. And then final, uh, Ron Simmons and Thomas Rich uh, take it on Steve Armstrong and PN News. That's a, that's a hell of a cut. That looks like a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. That yeah, looks like led, a lot of fun. It led into the Battle Royal. I can't wait. I love it. Yeah. Good choice. There you go. See, ballot's back out for you. <laughs> I played this pay-per-view a lot. So. Yeah. So, yeah, the 40 wrestlers paired randomly into teams. The winning team advanced to the 20-man Battle Royale at the end to determine the winner. Amazing. And it was also the first WCW banner not to include Ric Flair. Yeah. So there you go. Very first one. So there we go. How exciting. You should enjoy that one, man. Yeah. Right. yeah. Next week, Damo will be with us next week to uh, dish out our punishments. I believe he's catching up with Jay in the week. Jay's been busy. Um, so Damo will be here next week. Um, which is always a pleasure to have him on anyway. It's a nice counterbalance. Um, but yes, we will know our punishment. Geo shouldn't be so depressing. Have <laughs> watched what he actually enjoys. Um, I'm going to try and not have such a busy week so we can actually do this on time. And with that, Geo, I'll see you next week, my man. Yeah, man.